Welcome to She Breeds, where the goal of every podcast episode is to inspire and empower women to up-level and lean in to the best versions of themselves. I hope you enjoy. So hello everyone. Happy Saturday. I've been trying to get to you guys on Friday, but Matthew and I came, as I told y'all on my podcast last week, that we decided to make a trip to Ocean Isle because we didn't have the kids this year and it's been so much fun that what, hey, say hello. Hi everyone. (laughs) How's everyone doing? What have we decided now? Because it's been so fun. It has been so fun. We have had such a good time. So now we have maybe are contemplating bringing all the family down one year for Thanksgiving because it's just so fun. Not one year, next year. I know. It's just (laughs) being elusive because that is what we're doing. Um, So we have not done a QA and a in a while. Yeah, a few months, probably. Yeah, so this is live from Ocean Isle and a and a So I like to do the live from the road episodes and the Q&A episodes. So this is a combination of okay. the two. Well, this, yeah. And do you want to describe this, uh, the setting that we're in? So we're in our condo at Ocean Isle, and we have had a really fun three days. And we are going to go watch the Christmas parade here in about 45 minutes. So we are just currently in the condo. At Ocean Isle. And the couch we're sitting on is very beachy. It has yeah. got fish on it, and there are colorful fish all around us, mm-hmm. just like looking at us. Everywhere, and there's beachy. fish everywhere. There's fish everywhere <laughs> in this condo. And lots of blues, lots of blues yeah, and yellows. And, yeah, very yeah. beachy. Yeah, um, peach, and I've read, walls. I've been reading so much, and that has been so much fun. But now I'm like so tired. I know. But we, we can see the ocean too. Yes. So that's kind we can of distracting. See the ocean. Um, we, um, I stayed up late reading and then we got up to watch the sunrise. So I know how many to cat nap before the parade. That's so, okay. okay. Well, ready for the questions? <laughs> Let's, Let's do, it. do it. Okay. You go first. Okay. <clears throat> Random order or just? Random order. I may have been asked this for, uh, before. Okay. I don't think so, but let's just go with it. So what was your favorite TV show as a kid and then as a teenager? Okay. Okay. As a kid, it would have been, oh, there was a collection, but the ones that come to mind first are Who's the Boss, Growing Pains, Who's the Boss and Growing Pains, Okay, for sure. I liked Family Ties with Michael J. Fox, and I also liked Alf. Okay. I loved Alf. Oh, my God. That's such Alf. a... My wow. grandmother loved Alf, too. Okay, let's see. What were your... so, like, witty. Yes. So, what were your favorite childhood shows before we go into teenage years? So, childhood, I mean, some of those, yes, but... My childhood was a little bit. I don't know. I just I loved cartoons. I oh, loved yeah. Looney Tunes, oh, and it only and it yeah. only came out came on on Saturdays. Mm-hmm. Like during the week, it was Tom and Jerry and Flintstones. Of course, I love 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 baseball, but I don't count that as a TV show. Watching yeah. the Braves play, so yeah, yeah, Looney Tunes was my favorite. That's cute. I think my cartoons. We liked Care Bears. The Littles. Do you remember that show, The Littles? They were like little people who lived in the vents of somebody's house. The vents? Uh-huh. I don't remember I'm pretty that. sure it was the vents. <laughs> <laughs> um, and but as a teenager, it was definitely Beverly Hills 90210. Okay. So as a teenager, so I went through this phase where I loved Unsolved Mysteries. Mm. But then I think right when I was, I was probably 16, maybe 17, ER, like we, my dad and stepmom and I would watch ER a lot. Yeah. Like every week we were just waiting for it to come out. Yeah. George Clooney. Right. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He was kind of the original cast member and whatnot. 
Aunt um, May Edwards. Definitely. Well, my sister and I loved I Two and O, and then right after that, Melrose Place came on, yeah. so we were into both of those. But with my mom, we watched Quantum Leap, MacGyver. Yep, yep. Oh, yeah. I forgot about MacGyver. And Silk Stalkings mm. on the USA Channel. Okay. Silk Stalkings, because it was about people stalking. Magnum P.I., too. Oh, that was a good one. I that liked that good. one, because he drove a Ferrari. That was I a loved good one. cars, so. Yeah. Oh, and Miami Vice? Golly, all these shows are coming back with uh, all these Q&As. I know. Okay, well, that was fun. Okay. This is totally not related to that. Okay. Um, why? It's a deep question. No, this one's not deep. I'm going to say that one for later. But okay. why um, do you think it's fun to come to the beach off-season? Like, what? Do, doing this now a couple of times, what, what, why is it fun to come to the beach not during the summertime or it's spring? It's not crowded at all. Except yesterday we went, we wanted to go to the outlet stores, and it was mm. Black Friday obviously the most crowded so we just turned around because the parking was terrible but yeah i just like it because it's not crowded and it's not it's like yeah. i don't like this i don't like sandy like sweaty hot. sand yeah. hot i mean i like the beach and right. i like sand but i don't want to be sweaty and it's sticking to me i and, know i never even thought about going to the beach out of season really because i had such a habit of growing up going to the beach during the summer until two years ago when we came and it was so fun because people stay out on the beach all day yeah. Like, I mean, like, in there, like, you know, playing football, relaxing, reading. It's like you don't get overheated. You're not getting sunburned. I mean, you're not really, we're not swimming. Well, no, but, there's but that. I don't need that. No. Maybe the kids do. And since it's around the holidays, Ocean Isle in particular, they have, like, all this fun stuff going on. They have the flotilla, Christmas parade. They had this really cool local arts and crafts festival yesterday. So, yeah. Hello. I know. If y'all have never gone to the beach out of season, it is so fun. Give it a shot. Yeah, it's give it a shot. It. I mean, wow. I mean, I could just sit on the porch all day. And in the summertime, it's already hot by like 8 o'clock. So right. you, have to, you can't sit on your balcony after like 8 o'clock. And it's much cheaper. I mean, we're oceanfront, oh, and good, it's a lot cheaper than if we were in the middle of July. And it would be probably twice as much as we're, we're paying. So That's true. So, yeah. All right. Cool. <laughs> I'm looking at those fish. Oh, my gosh. It's fine. Y'all know all my woo-woo stuff. We got these fish, these little fish last night that you put in your hand. And if it cur- if the head curls, then you're jealous. If the tail curls, you're indifferent. If the body curls up, you're something. It was like one of those woo-woo like things, but we're not so sure. Because it basically kept doing the same thing every single time. It's called the miracle fish. Fortune teller miracle fish. Yeah, so I don't know. I do not kind of think that it's telling me how I'm feeling. It's just some. I do believe in some woo stuff, but this one didn't feel like it was. It just felt like it kept doing the same thing every time because of the way it was shaped. So, whatever. But anyway, I'm just looking at it, so maybe think of it. It was like a fortune teller, but at a fish restaurant. Yeah, and I like fortunes actually because you know that's yeah. kind of like the universe telling you what you need to hear. But this was like a fish that just either. Curled its head, curled its tail, or curled all the way up. It said you were either jealous or you were, what, dead? Not Passionate. Dead. <laughs> <laughs> I think dead inside. Dead inside. Or did it say if that, it, it just said dead. If it didn't dead. do anything, you yeah, if you it were like did, dead did Yeah, this is very <laughs> uplifting. Okay, what's your next question? My next question is, what is your least favorite chore to do? Mm. And this may be more for your audience, because I know, I'm, I'm, you I think mean, you know? I think I know, but... My least favorite chore is washing the big dishes. Mm. Like, I don't mind putting the dishes in the dishwasher, but I but then all those, like, sheet pans and big pots and pans stack up with stuff stuck in them, and that is my 
least favorite chore other than cleaning a toilet in a boy's bathroom that hasn't been cleaned in a very long time <laughs> that is definitely my least favorite chore but i actually don't mind cleaning a toilet if it's cleaned regularly but if it hasn't been cleaned in a long time and three preteen teenage boys live in or use that bathroom it's pretty disgusting yeah that takes for me when i was at work she described it we don't have to describe it on air but well, she described I just kept... cleaning the boy's toilet downstairs one random morning and I just kept thinking that they would clean it. They would get so gross that they would clean it, but no. And, and see, that's the one that I use as well because it's the one downstairs from my office. So I just thought, I'm just going to clean this. And oh, wow, that was, wow, that was nauseating. I can only imagine. I know. What's your least favorite chore? Yeah, I think you know my least favorite oh, chore. Yeah, I do. Mine is folding laundry. I will do laundry all day long. Just don't yeah. ask me to fold it. But I will fold it if I have to because it will start to pile up. Yeah, though. it's funny because he will do it, but then it just but keep piling it up. It, you <laughs> don't mind up, doing the laundry. Do yeah, right. I don't mind folding laundry, but I do it, I have a trick. I fold five things at a time. Okay. I say to myself, I'm going to fold five things. But then after I fold five things, then I'm kind of in the groove. Yeah. Then I'm like, I'm going to fold five more things. And then I kind of get in the groove. And so I do this like five, folding five things thing. The socks do get on my nerves because we keep losing socks, but it's fine. Yeah. So yeah, those are our least favorite chores for sure. And when you're feeding six people a lot and you cook every meal at home, there are a lot of big dishes to wash. And I'll clean the big dishes. I just can't guarantee I'm going to clean them every single night. Yeah. Like it might sit there a day and then I'll clean it the next day because we need them for exactly. the next meal. So. We have like a favorite sheet pan, a favorite Dutch oven. Okay. So next, okay. what is, since we're kind of rolling into Christmas season, what's something fun you like to, or what was, was a fun gift you got when you were a kid or a fun holiday thing that you did with your family when you were a kid? Huh. Okay. So fun gift that I remember more than any gift, and it's not even a crazy gift. This was back when the A-Team was like super popular. Oh, yeah. The A-Team. Uh-huh. And I got like the A-Team van oh. and like the little figurines. And I don't know why that one sticks out in my memory more so than getting the bike that I got mm. one year or... I can't even remember some of the other. That one just sticks out. Yeah, okay. And I just, I got... Was that Mr. You know, T? It was Mr. Okay, T. Yeah. And, yep. And I got, um, you know, I got, a, there was one year I got like a computer, like a Tandy computer and that. And then I got a big stereo system one year. But the one that sticks out is, is I don't know, it's really strange. It's the 18. That is interesting. And I wasn't even like a huge, I mean, we, we like G.I. Joe's and we did get the G.I. Joe aircraft carrier one year and that was huge. But... Yeah, that was one. That was a that was a gift that I remember getting. Um, as far as a memory, I think you know the memories that I have are just you know coming from um, blended families. Um, you know, a child of you know divorced parents. It was I found the good in it is the just the the size mm. of the people that we got to share Christmas with. Yeah, yeah. And we had kind of this routine. It was go to my mom's mother's and father's house on Christmas Eve, and then we'd wake up and do Christmas Day, and then, you know, Christmas Day with my with my dad and my mom, and we'd switch back and forth, and then Christmas Day night, we would go to my dad's parents' house, and it was just a full, like, day and a half of mm-hmm. stuff yeah and i see just, that just I being know. around the family and of course of course when you're a kid you love the gifts but oh yeah multiple christmases yeah okay well i two gifts i remember were the strawberry shortcake dollhouse 
and a cricket doll. And these were two things that I really, really wanted. Is cricket one the one that glows up? Or no, that's the centipede one. Oh, I had that too. The glow. Glow worm. The glow worm. I had one of those. It was green. I love that thing. No, this was like, she was like a big doll. Like she was like three feet tall. And she like, it was like long and she talked cricket. Mm. We could Google her after the show. Um, <laughs> But I had this really funny memory that I used. It's not funny, but I used to love my sister and I would go around the house and find all the candles in the whole house and put them all on the coffee table. And there would be like 30 candles. And then we would light all the candles and just stare at them. It's <laughs> was like so relaxing. I don't know. We didn't have like a fireplace. So maybe like I thought it felt like a fire place, you know, but How many I just. Candles? It would be like 30, like a wow. lot of candles like that we would just like. Did you say 30? I, it's okay. okay. We would just lay them on the, or not lay them, but you know, put them on the coffee table. And I used to think it's so mesmerizing. Huh. I know, it's so random. I'm just, I think I was just lost in visualizing all these all the candles. candles. <laughs> and like how much you hate fire. I know, well now I do, but this was before I had to deal with the house fire. She and really hates fire. I do, Jeez. but it's like a it's like a PTSD type thing because my parents' house burned to the ground in 2005 yeah. and a lot of my, like all my childhood stuff was in it, so it was very traumatic. Which I do understand that. I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, I don't understand so it, I'm but I can't. So I'm so paranoid about things catching on fire. It's so much that she brought Christmas lights for our condo down here. And I walk in every every time and turn the switch on. That's because I wake up when there's a when there's some light. I know, that doesn't but you the unplug fire. the lights. I know, but how else do I turn them off? The little switch. The switch, okay. <laughs> well, that is not fire-related. That is also oh. because, like, the little amount of light wakes me up. Yeah. But one thing that is fire-related, which is funny, is I had matches that were literally, like, cold that I had used, like, days earlier. And I was like, <laughs> if I throw these away, can they just, like, combust into a fire? Because I, I get worried about something like that. Yeah. That something that is capable of fire can just turn, turn into, into fire, fire, like, spontaneously. <laughs> so that's, yeah. Um, but the yeah, my other favorite Christmas memory was we always got our Christmas tree from the Optimist Club and they mm. had like a cute little satellite lot in Weaverville and we would all, we'd always, that's where we get our tree. So I always just like to go in there to get the tree. But yeah, that was a fun job when I was in college is I worked a little Christmas tree farm. Oh. It's like a little satellite. Just, oh yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. It wasn't a farm. Uh, they just shipped them that. in. But my job, uh, started out was all I had to do is show up there at like seven o'clock at night and sleep in the little camper with the and and park my car there and the guy said if someone comes to steal a tree don't stop them just the fact that your car's there and the lights oh. are on in the camper then they're probably not going to steal the tree okay and i would just get paid to do homework in this little small yeah. little camper turn the heat on go to sleep wake up go to you know drive to school oh so you wouldn't back. actually sell the trees you i just... did on some saturdays but um and i delivered some to some big houses down in spartanburg but yeah, my, that was interesting. I did have a little. Huh. I did it just one year. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. Okay, cool. All right, what's okay. your next question? Next question. Moving on down the list. Okay, what is one thing your mom or dad taught you when you were younger that stuck with you all these years? Okay, um, maybe like. I don't know if this is what they said, but it's kind of like if you can't get out of it, get into it uh, mentality. Okay. Basically, like, if you don't want to do something, instead of just, like, being negative about it, just do it with gusto. So, I think they more, like, modeled that for me or either, like, said it in a different way. But it's definitely something that I, that I did, I have done a lot in my life. So, if I don't want to do something, instead of just being irritated about it the whole time, I'm like, well, if I have to do it, I'm going to do it the best I can possibly do it. Like, okay. so, if I can't get out of it, get into get it. Get into it. I so, like that's, that. Yeah. So I'm going to go back to one that 
you with your psychology background, you've ex- kind of explained this much more eloquently, but just the good old saying, it's never as bad as it seems. Mm. That sticks with me. My mom told me that when I was little yeah. and when I was a teenager and a young adult and an adult. And it's one of those things. It's usually like when something happens and you're just so just like upset about it or stressed about it in that moment, you do feel like, you know, I don't know, the world's collapsing or it's just the worst thing ever. uh But then you kind of wake up and it's like, you know what? That really wasn't that bad. I know you told me that. And now, and I, and I use that too, because your mom and uh, mom, mom just used it just in a text the other day. She did. That's a good one. It's never as bad as it seems. So, well, okay. I'm going to slide in with the deeper one (laughs) in the middle here. What are, since we're in the season of gratitude, what is something that you're grateful for me? Makes you grateful for me. I just, I love, so kind of two things, just how you love with no judgment. Oh, yeah. And I think that you have, I'm grateful for that and for, not that, you know, I, you have to judge me for any all the things that I've done or haven't done, but just you have grace and you love through it and it just, it just makes just loving easy and I appreciate that well thank you (laughs) well I am grateful that you are so funny he really is so funny like he's just so funny and it's so good because I'm so heavy like emotionally all the time that like he really brings some lightheartedness to my life because I can just be so heavy with everything and it's like but then he, but then I feel like I've gotten lighter and funnier since being with you. You have, because I do have a funny side to me. But it's like it's, it, I have to be in the right mood, and you, you get me in the mood more often than I've ever been. Yeah. So that's very helpful. Yay. And just you know, there, I mean, there are lots of things, but yeah. definitely the lightness that you bring to my life and make the way you make me laugh. Yeah. Well, I do. You know, I, I was never like the class clown or anything, but I, I don't know. I just like bringing smiles and laughter and I think that's just something that I that's evolved in me over time yeah and I was when I was you you were seeing me smirk right when before we started this and I was going to just kind of throw out this random comment that uh, we're just sitting here naked in the uh the condo even though we're not naked oh my god we are not (laughs) naked see exactly that's the kind of stuff he says I think of stuff like that oh my gosh so silly I know he was over there looking at his questions like laughing like giggling and I'm like what are you laughing about over there I I was thinking of some things I could say that you know yeah, I mean, there's lots of things I'm grateful for for you, but I, I definitely, like, I mean, yeah, we, uh, we're we good for, like, best friends, and that is so I fun know. to have, be in a relationship where you're, you know, the little things happen or the big things happen, and I want to call you and tell you about it, and that's fun. I know. I love it. So, yeah. What else? Uh, is it my turn? It is. Oh, what I else asked am I the gratitude question. Oh, no. Uh, well, you don't have to say what else you're grateful for. Okay, no, lots of things, but uh, those were, that was kind of the main thing. <clears throat> and um, she's pretty cool, I must say. She's Thanks. a very cool person. All right, so... I thought you were going to say you're grateful for all of my, because uh, this is not probably what he's grateful for, all of my very deep philosophical things I try to teach you all the time. No, I mean, I, I am grateful, and I do listen, and I do learn, and I use some of them sometimes, and remember some of them sometimes. I have a very bad memory, by the way. And I just, you know, you do make me laugh, too. You make me smile, and, you know, you're deep your deepness I can just tell just from across the room mm. just that 
deepness that you're, those thoughts that you're in so it's deep at that tiring. moment. Yeah. But it is, it's just kind of, then it makes me curious. And you are a very curious person too, but that makes me curious. Like yeah. how, what your. He's a good sport with all of my, let me tell you what I learned on a podcast. <laughs> things that I basically say like every hour. Um, okay. Okay. Next question. So when you were little, let's go going back to little again. When you were little, what did you tell the adults who asked you, what do you want to be when you grow up? Well, I remember one time I said I wanted to be a maid. And my mom told me I wasn't allowed to say that anymore. It's like the funniest thing. Like She's uh-huh. like, you can't. But you a- love folding clothes, so maybe that has some Well, I used to, to like attach this. I am so much like, I feel kind of like maybe case. But my younger one, I, I was such like a little clown around my family and like funny and loud. But then out in public, I was like more like not like you know I feel like he's getting more like that than I used to be but like around my family I was like a little clown so I would like attach this little basket to my waist and walk around and like do things for my family and they would pay me like a quarter or a dime or whatever Mm. like mustard be like go get me Dr. Pepper or my mom would be like go clean the toilet and they were like tell me to do all these things and I would just go around and do them and they would find like coins to give me okay (laughs) so that's what I want to be a maid but then I want to be a pediatrician. Okay. At okay. some point, like in fourth grade. Um, and then it became like more, more normal, like not, not being a maid is, is a normal job, but yeah, definitely. I remember wanting to be a maid for a while and my mom was like, mm. and I did, I did remember wanting to be a, a writer and I used to write things when I was little, but I think that seemed when I was little really far fetched. And that's why I am trying to teach our kids. They literally can be anything that they want to be. Cause I think something must have told them something must have an adult or somebody must have indicated like that just sounded like too far-fetched mm-hmm. to be like a professional writer or something. Right. So, cause I just kind of, it was like this whimsical thing that I kind of felt like would never happen. So I didn't even like try to do it, you know? Yeah. I think when you're little, it's just kind of like the basic. I know. Doctor, teacher. Just, yeah, yeah. Made. Yeah. Made. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to, I was laughing about this and I was going to pull out like a Snoop Dogg, like, like I want to be a. Oh, oh, is that what you wanted to be? <laughs> no, it was not. I did not want to be a hustler. I oh was God. that kid, like a lot of kids. I want to be a professional baseball player. Oh, yeah. And I thought, I just knew I was uh-huh. going to be a professional baseball player. And I was going to just just breeze right through it. And yeah. it's hard. Oh, I mean, yeah. It's like, I don't know what the stats are, but it's like less than 2% of baseball players actually get a chance to play you know, at the professional level yeah. or something. It's maybe even less than that, but I know. so yeah. And then, um, I wanted to stay in the sports kind of sports field in some fashion, uh, whether it was in like sports marketing or whether it was in sports, like physical therapy, obviously I did not do any of those, but yeah. those were kind of, it evolved through, through high school. I think those were kind of the things I wanted to do. And, um, I just didn't like science that much. Yeah. Of course, baseball. I love baseball. Played it in college and enjoyed it. But, um, you know, you kind of see how hard it is to get to that level. I know. And, you know, I'm not saying I didn't work hard at it, but it is like you've got to get lucky and you've got to just dedicate almost all your time right. to get to that next level. But uh, so, yeah. And then I didn't like a lot of this. I like science in, a, in its basic form. But all the sciences that I was going to have to take to go into kind of the medical field or even physical therapy field and trying to play baseball at the same time, the labs, I just wasn't cut out for it. Yeah. So, You know, it's funny because I think one of the reasons I like doing these Q&As is because I learn stuff about you. Okay. It's not just that we're showing other people how the questions they can ask each other and how they can get closer with their partner. But I, I literally feel like I learned things about you that okay. I didn't know before. 
Because I don't think we've ever really talked about that, like yeah. what we wanted to be when we were younger. I mean, I, think I probably could have assumed that, but, um, but yeah. And I think we just have to teach, all of us have to teach our kids these days that like they, if they shoot for the stars. Yeah. I mean, you know. I know. I think shoot for the stars. And my friend Jason uh, and I, we had, um, we had these huge ambitions and we would go like his, his mom would take us to the Biltmore house on, you know, like snow days and we would go to the Biltmore house and we wanted to like be rich enough through sports or, you know, being professional athletes to like buy a house like the Biltmore mm. house. And I was going through some stuff a while back and I think it's, it's still downstairs actually, but where he and I both wrote each other like a fake check for a million dollars. Oh, that's cool. I know. And I think it was that, or maybe huh. we autographed something. I can't remember what it was, but it was one of those two. And it was like, that was, I mean, we just, not that we wanted to be rich. We just wanted to, yes, we did. We wanted the big house or whatever. But I remember doing that as a kid because hmm. we were thought professional yeah. sports was going to take us that way. That's pretty cool. I know. It's fun to have a friend kind of account hold accountable like that. Okay. So, um, other than the holidays, what is something that you look forward to about winter, if anything? Um, wow. I don't, <clears throat> that's a tough question because I'm not, I don't, I mean, the holidays are great, but I don't love winter per se because it gets dark early and it's mm. cold and I like to be outside and I don't like to be super hot. So if I get too many clothes on and bundle up too much, then I get hot and then it's, you know, I can't balance my heat uh, or how my body feels. But I, we do like the outdoor stuff outside like skiing yeah and so that's helpful that's that's helpful so i would say just you know skiing and maybe the winter sports of basketball because mm, i grew up loving basketball okay yeah that's a good one and basketball starts kind of late late fall and kind of goes through the winter but it's an indoor sport so you can go to the gyms or you can watch them on tv and being a huge north carolina Hill basketball fan generally they have better teams than average so yeah, so yeah that's a good probably answer. those two things yeah me too i just like to be like really cozy but i think that's like i don't know if it's a feminine thing because maybe there's guys who, but i just like to be like blankets in the fireplace and like hot tea mm-hmm. so that's what i look forward to about winter because i like to be cozy but yeah. and I'll, but i do i like that i like basketball i, I definitely associate basketball with like christmas and winter yeah. so and we're going to snowshoe i like to go to ski resorts and and i think you just be outside all day and get like cold but hot from skiing or snowboarding and then come in and everybody just walk around and they're like you know like they're thermals yeah. and like just play cards and like just put a fire yeah put a fire on play yeah. cards like cook chili i like I, all that i can yeah i can get yeah i can get into that too the fire sitting by the fireplace to warm up, just something about the natural crackle of the, the wood in the fireplace. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I can Okay, do cool. All right, this is not a very deep question, and I know you love, love, love to read and have loved to read, but what is one of the first books that you remember reading that you absolutely mm. started reading it and you could not put it down? Like the first one that you can remember. Well, probably Ramona Quimby, age eight. But, oh. Age eight? Well, that's what the, no, that's what the original Ramona <laughs> Quimby book was called. <laughs> but, you know, I guess I was probably seven or eight when I read that book. But before then, all the Berenstein Bear books. But see, I don't know if I was reading them or somebody was reading them to me. How about novels? Okay. How about a novel? Well, Ramona Quimby is a novel. But I'll say the first novel was The Secret... No, no, no. That, that was the other book. Sure. A Little Princess. Uh-huh. A Little Princess. It's yep. like a novel that was written many, many years ago. But it's not like a princess, like you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. I okay. Know what it is, yeah. And then Shirley Temple played in the movie. Okay. Okay. So 
that book, I used to read it so much in third and fourth grade that I would hide it in the library so that nobody else could check it out. And I would just keep checking it out. <laughs> like I hid it in the, like I would turn it in, but then I knew where she put it. So then I would hide it. Behind other books. Yeah. So nobody could find it. And then I would just or check it out again. Wow. I know. That that's was... that's the main book that really just got me fascinated. The Little Princess. Oh, it's A Little Princess. A, a Little, little princess. princess. Okay. And I also love the movie with Shirley Temple. Hmm. So good. I don't think I've ever read the book or watched the movie. Yeah, I know. So good. So that's, that's, I mean, and then all the Little House on the Prairie books, I was really, Boxcar Children, Babysitter's Club, I read a lot of, a lot of books. Yeah. What about you? Well, I did not read a lot growing up. In fact, hated reading and my worst subjects was reading or any type of literature class. But, I mean, I did love to be read to and I remember growing up little, it was like, you know, Little Toot of the Mississippi. Oh, that yeah. was like my favorite um, favorite book to be read. Yes. But I was thinking more like when I, I need a book that just kind of captures me. And it's like almost like just so intense and mysterious. And you've got to keep reading to find out what's going to happen. Uh-huh. So the first one, and I was, I was probably in my late teens. Okay. I was probably, I'm going to guess 17, maybe 18. And John Grisham, oh. The Runaway Jury. Oh. First book that I remember, like, I don't know why I picked it up. Okay. Had never read, read a John Grisham book. Uh, but I do love John Grisham because mm-hmm. he kind of captures you as a as a writer. And it's like, it's like legal courtroom oh, yeah. thrillers. And it's like, you you don't know what's about to happen or who's the one that's doing the, the things or whatever. But... Yeah, The Runaway Jury. I can definitely see that. I, I read a lot of that kind of book as well when I was maybe in my early 20s. Um, so good. It's yeah. good. That's good. Um, that's a good question. I just love to you read, read my whole so life. Much. You, I know. I mean, it's like, you know, there's kids that, you know, some of our kids just love, they just are always reading, always reading. And there's some that of I us know. that don't like to read. It is. It is kind of like, it's half and half. Because it, it really is. Three of us love to read, and three don't. The three hate to read. So. And then well, I've got no. There's four. There's four because there's seven of us. Three of us like to read, and four do not like to read. And I finally I am reading. Even though Hannah and I went and watched the movie, mm-hmm. I am back into one of the Hunger Games books, the new one, the Snake and, and Songbirds or whatever. Birds, I know I can't like wait that. to read it. So yeah. Um. So good. And I like those books. So yeah, those, you do. Yeah, I read through those Hunger you know, Games series. The Hunger, yep. Okay, this last question is funny because we had all, we talked about it. We talked about talking about it on the podcast, but then we never did. What was there like a sort of like a off limits book that you found or magazine that you found when not Playboy, but like a book or something that was like an adult resource that you found your little. There was I I uncovered a book called The Joy of Sex. Oh yeah, and I don't remember if it was a book that was. Um, going to be sold at a yard sale or what but I you opened it up and of course you know it, it almost looked like that cookbook like it had it was white and it had like red letters on it oh. and it said the joy of sex but it's I there was a cookbook at the same time called like the joy of cooking maybe called the joy of cooking okay. and it was like a cookbook but this one was the joy of sex you open it up and it's definitely not a cookbook it's like how old are you <laughs> oh my gosh I I was probably 11 maybe oh my gosh and I just I was like, wow. And I just quickly put it back because I was such an innocent little kid. Oh, well, so my friend and I, we found a book in, in her mom's little library called Our Bodies, Ourselves, which is actually still, apparently it's on like, it's like 
whatever number edition or, but yeah. basically it's about the female body and all the parts of the female body. And like, so we were like enamored with like, cause we were pretty young too, like maybe 10 or 11. And we didn't know that our body had all those things going mm. on. So we had like diagrams and all this kind of stuff, but it was called our bodies ourselves. And it's still like a thing. Like if you look it up, it's still a very progressive book. This on like, whatever, whatever it probably banned. Probably. Um, but it's supposed to teach young women about their bodies so they have a little bit more autonomy huh. and they don't they don't make misconceptions about their bodies or whatever. But I just remember when we found it, we thought we found it, we thought it was very scandalous because wow. of all the diagrams. Yeah, and all the so. close ups and Yeah. Wow. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, I was a very innocent kid. I, I remember in something that we were just talking about being being an innocent, innocent kid, um, and shy kind of, but I remember and this has a point to kind of the joy of sex book in a way is my dad was driving me and I think two or three of my friends, we were going driving down to Atlanta to watch the Braves play. Mm. And my friends uh, decided to, uh, they had the condom machines in the bathroom. So we stopped at this gas station. Well, they, they put the quarters in, they got a condom out. And I was like, Oh my God, you can't let my dad know that y'all did this. Y'all just can't do it. And I, I, I like threw it like, oh. out into the field because I didn't want to get I caught know. with a condom. I, was so. oh. I know. And I hear stories like that. I wonder what our kids think about our, uh, like, that's why I'm like, I hope they know they can talk to us about things. Cause I'm like, maybe they think we would get that mad if they, yeah. you know, cause your dad seems pretty open. He would have been completely open. Totally fine. Like, oh, what's that? Oh gosh. That's so funny. <laughs> Um, okay. Well, those are all of our questions. From books to joy of sex books. To gratitude. <laughs> that is funny that we both ask a book question. I know. All right. Well, we have 30 minutes before the parade. Yes, we do. So we got to get down there. But and thanks for joining me again. This has been so fun. And I love doing it on site. I know. Looking out over the beach, watching yep. the waves crash. And this has been fun. So fun. Thanks Every time me. we do this Q&A, it's so enjoyable and I learn new things about you. And I encourage you guys and gals to do that with your partner. Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, y'all have a fantastic rest of the Thanksgiving weekend. And say goodbye. Yep. Bye, everyone. See you next time. If you are enjoying this podcast, please consider subscribing so you don't miss an episode. My goal is to share information and inspiration so that women feel seen, heard, and empowered. Also, if you know someone who would benefit from this podcast, please share. Lastly, if you have a topic or idea that you want to hear more about, or if you want me to expound upon a topic I've previously discussed, please let me know. Message me on any of my social media platforms or email at susanna.shetley at gmail.com. Thank you again for listening.